Hello everybody! Welcome back to Straight Outta Klein 2.0 with me, your host, of course, Joseph Dylan Turrell with a little bit of an awkward confession that I have to make. I actually forgot up until this very moment that I needed to record an episode this week. The days have been just gone from me recently. I feel like I'm in that stretch after Christmas where you just don't know what day it is, except we're, I know, we're in July. <laughs> uh, but what's happened is I am currently after switching jobs as I nearly knock over my microphone and uh, to be honest with you it's just made me kind of forget what day is what uh, I've currently got no schedule because I've been recovering from a shoulder injury so I'm not even like you know going to my jiu-jitsu classes uh, for another few days I will be back next week though so thank the lord because holy shit that was the one thing keeping me sane when everything else was driving me insane but uh yes yeah, so I've just been run a little bit wrong and admittedly very last minute I am scrapping together an episode but I was out for a walk just before I started recording this and that's when it popped into my head that I don't know what I'm going to do an episode on. Like I was originally going to ask Alex to do an episode this week but then I just kind of, as I said, forgot to, you know, that I even had to do an episode so I kind of left that a little bit too late. And then I was like, mm, could I recycle an idea that I did before just on short notice but when I did that with the Reddit one it didn't really go down too well and obviously... There was other podcasts I did that I had to repeat for different reasons, but enough said about that. Uh, but then I started thinking about, like, what episodes did I enjoy doing? And I remember just over a year ago, I did an episode called uh, the 30 Song, or the 30 Day Music Challenge, I should say, which was an old Instagram uh, challenge back in 2020, where for a full month, you would post a song on your story every day for 30 days, but the thing was, it would ask you like different questions like, well, what song do you listen to when you're happy? What's a song that reminds you of your childhood? So on and so forth. I think you get the idea. And I was like, okay, I could do a music episode again, but not an episode where I do like the 30 uh, day or slash song challenge because that would just be, honestly, too much editing for short notice. So what I've done is I've literally just looked up questions about music. And let me answer some questions about music and maybe talk some funny stories about music. Because music is one of those interesting things. Like, I don't know people who don't like music. I don't know any person who doesn't like any music. Like, I hear sometimes people say, oh, I'm not a big music person. But, like, surely there's some bit of music that you like. Like, I remember Paul Scholes said that recently when he did the overlap with Gary Neville. I think Gary Neville asked him what his favourite song was or his favourite band. And he said, like, oh, I'm not a big music person. Like, you know that. And I'm like... Surely you have to like some bit of music. Like, music is one of these things that's just universally loved. Now, with that said, I think I spoke about this on here with Alex recently when uh, we did our last episode together. There are some musicians out there. And not even, like, big-time famous musicians. I mean musicians who, like, play in pubs every weekend. Which, listen, by the way, fair play. Like, you're doing something that you enjoy, that you're passionate about, you're entertaining people... There's nothing wrong with playing music in a pub. But what I'm saying is they are pl playing music at a low enough level. You know what I mean? Who just seem to think that their opinion matters on everything. Like there's two musicians locally here in East Cork. Like one is slightly more bearable than the other. But they both just seem to think that the sun shines out of their arse. Like I remember one of them I used to be friends with on Facebook. Who like he'd, he'd be posting things about... Like, I don't know, like the homeless crisis or, you know, something to do with some minister or Taoiseach uh, or not Taoiseach, some uh, TD, I should say. And the Taoiseach as well, probably, to be honest. And it's like, 
Lad, you're not actually saying anything that nobody else is saying. You just think that when you say it, everyone thinks you're brilliant. And I think there was actually a group chat made. I was told this by an old friend of mine that there was a group chat made uh, who like every time that that musician would like post like a political post, they'd like make a group chat like and they'd, they'd just they'd throw it. They'd throw a screenshot of it into the group chat every time he posted one. I'd say that thing was going off every fucking 10 seconds because Jesus Christ, like that was just like it's I just don't. And I see it with a lot of musicians in particular. They just seem to think that their opinion matters so much more than everyone else's. I'm not saying their opinion matters less than mine, but your opinion doesn't matter any bloody more, lad. You know what I mean? But anyways, that was just something that uh, I felt like I needed to mention just because, listen, I like to moan and complain every now and again, as you all know. Um, So yeah, that was my little complaint for this episode. But yeah, we've got about 60 questions here. Uh, We may get through all of them, we may not. Let's just see uh, what the story is. And without further ado, let's go on with the first question, which is already a tough one. Who is your all-time favourite artist? So, this can change literally by the day. But if I had to, like, talk about a few bands or singers who just... Who are just, like, they've always kind of been there throughout, like, my life. Like, Metallica would have to be one. Like, Metallica have been a band that uh, I've always just, like, absolutely... And, you know, not only have I always loved Metallica, but, like, they're a band that I can actually remember hearing for the first time and yes this is going to involve wrestling because pretty much everything in my life involves professional wrestling in one way shape or form but it was funny enough i was actually talking about this with kieran my jiu-jitsu coach recently so saint anger by metallica was actually the theme song for SummerSlam 2003 which a lot of you might know and i remember getting the dvd for that pay-per-view and i remember hearing this song and i was like this song fucking rocks like this is a banger i didn't find out until like 11, 12 years later that that song was hated and that album was hated. And the only reason I found out was because I think it was Metallica themselves on like the anniversary of the St. Anger being released. They put up some post about it and said, dare we ask what your favourite song from this album is? And I was like, well, that's a weird way of phrasing what's your favourite song from this album. And it was only through that post that I discovered that St. Anger was fucking hated. I remember Adam, my cousin, the song has some kind of monster. He absolutely detested that song. I think it's a fucking banger in my opinion. But Adam, I remember hating that song. But I, I didn't know for the longest time that Saint Anger was a hated album uh, by a lot of Metallica fans. Now, the fact that I'm older and like, you know, that I've obviously, I've listened to Metallica. I've heard a lot more of Metallica stuff now. I understand now why people might have been a little bit kind of weirded out by it. Because... It was definitely different from what Metallica had done in the past. But sometimes, lads, it's good to change things up. Like, I'm not saying you have to do it all the time. Like, another band who I think that suffered from a little bit of that in recent times was Bring Me The Horizon. Like, you know, funnily enough, this story involves Adam as well. Like, I always liked Bring Me The Horizon when I was growing up, but they didn't become one of my favourite bands up until, like, 2015, 2016. And I remember Adam said to me, uh, did you hear Bring Me The Horizon's new song? This was back in uh, 2015. And he, and I, I said, no, I haven't. And he was like, oh, it's awful. Like, it was played on a pop station and everything. And I was like, Bring Me The Horizon was played on a pop station in the UK. What? And I was like, I have to hear this. Like, And I'm expecting this to be terrible. And the song he showed me and the song that he was talking about was Drown. I remember he played it and I was like, I kind of looked at him and went... 
Adam, I hate to burst your bubble, but I actually think this is really good. And that album, That's the Spirit is the name of the album, that's now probably in my top, not probably, it's definitely in my top five favourite albums of all time. It is such a good fucking album. Like, Bring Me the Horizon would be another band that I would put in my top, I think my top ten of all time. But, um, yeah, I think Metallica, Bring Me the Horizon, Limp Bizkit, I have to talk about Limp Bizkit. They're a band that, you know, for me, new metal never died, right? New metal is still alive and well, and they're a big reason for that. Korn, Korn would be up there. Slipknot, but in particular, just Corey Taylor. I think just Corey Taylor in general. Like, Slipknot are obviously the, the band and the the act that he's most associated with. But I think if you if I had to pick my favourite standalone singer, it would be Corey Taylor. I think Corey Taylor's voice is just absolutely beautiful. Like when you hear something like Psychosocial and then hear Snuff and to think that those are the same people singing that song. I just, Corey Taylor is just an unbelievably talented singer and musician. Like fucking, I can't get enough Corey Taylor. But I think uh, one of the big mentions as well I have to give right now would be the Foo Fighters. I think Foo Fighters, they were always one of my favourite bands before I even realised that they were one of my favourite bands. And that might be a really weird way of putting it, but I think it's only in the last maybe 18 months that I really started to realise how much I loved the Foo Fighters. And then obviously when uh, Taylor Hawkins died, I think that really kind of amplified it even more, like when I was kind of going, oh man, like, you know, like I, there's so many songs from the Foo Fighters that just... I've always just absolutely loved. I think Everlong, you know, it might seem like the obvious answer, but Everlong is, it's a song that, you know, not only has gotten me through a lot of kind of tough times, but I hear so many inspirational and sometimes even tragic stories about Everlong. Um, You're kind of hearing like what, you know, what other people think about that song. Um, There's one story, I don't know if I want to get into it too much, but uh, there was a tragedy here in Ireland a few years ago. I think it was, yeah, just over, well, yes, it was three and a half years ago at this stage. Um, and one of the survivors of this tragedy said that uh, Everlong reminds him a lot of, the, of the, the people he lost in that tragedy. And like, it's just it's just one of those songs that the lyrics just kind of, they just speak to you. I think it's one, it's one of those songs that has lyrics that everybody can relate to in some way, shape or form. And I think Foo Fighters are one of those bands that no matter what genre of music is your favourite or what one you listen to the most, I think everyone can appreciate like how great the Foo Fighters are. Um... Like, I remember being really good friends with a girl a few years ago who, like, like she was obsessed with pop music. Like, me and her had such different tastes in music, but we both loved the Foo Fighters. And I think that says a lot. You know, Foo Fighters are kind of the band that are perfectly kind of in between every single genre. It's like that thing, you know, where it's, like, the two circles that, like, have the, the thing where they, they kind of overlap each other and you have that thing in the middle. I think that's the Foo Fighters for every single music genre. So there's a very long answer for the first uh, question, but I don't really have like a f- one standalone favorite artist of all time. I think I've got so many, and like I, I know I've already forgotten like so many like obvious ones, um, but, but I think those are some of the key ones that I would mention. Uh, so the next question is actually, who is your current favorite artist? But I think we've already kind of, gone between that and then we like the, the next few questions as well are kind of similar like who like what is your all-time favorite song like what is your current favorite song favorite album or your know, current favorite album i think we kind of covered all that there i think i can kind of skip those questions because again i'll just be going round and round in circles but we'll try and get into some of the more nitty-gritty uh questions here like the next one like what is your favorite music genre so i've always loved heavy music i've always loved heavy music and rock music but to be honest with you, I don't think there's many genres out there that I don't like. 
Ironically, though, the only one I can think of that I don't like, and that's the next question after this, um, is is there are there any genres you don't like? Ironically, death metal. Like, I love heavy metal, and I love all the different forms of heavy metal, but death metal is the one thing that just does nothing for me. Like, that's the one type of metal that I can li- that I listen to, and I kind of go, like, it is just noise. Like, that's the one thing where I understand why people think it's just noise, because it kind of is. Which is weird, because I love punk music. Like, I've, since I was, like, 13, 14 years old, I've just been obsessed with punk music, and a lot of people think that's just noise, and it's very just kind of... You know, there's not really much of a melody or a rhythm to it. It's just... But, like, I love that. But then death metal, I'm just like... Nah, like, this just does nothing for me. And it's probably the one of... It's one of the few genres I listen to where I kind of go, I just don't get this. So when it comes to, like, my favourite genres, like, yeah, I said, like, you know, heavy music would be the favourite, but I think all different types of music genres are capable of producing bangers. Like... Something I am going to do right now, right, is I'm going to go into Spotify. Let me just turn on the music, or excuse me, turn on the volume, I should say, just to make sure nothing blasts out uh, from here. And I'm going to put the my liked songs, going to go into my liked songs, of which I have 1,356. And let me just click on Shuffle, and let's see what comes up. So we'll do, te- we'll do 10 uh, shuffles, and uh, let's see what uh, happens. So let's go Shuffle. So first is My Way by Frank Sinatra, which is like a classic song. Then we have Click Click Boom by Saliva. Australia by the Manic Street Preachers. A lot of you might know that from, uh, oh, what was the name of the show? The Renford Rejects on Nickelodeon. Obviously, Click Click Boom was the song that they played at a lot of UFC events back in the day. And it was the theme song for, I believe, Taboo Tuesday in WWE. Let me just double check that. I believe that's where... It was used. Or maybe it was... Maybe it was Survivor Series 2001. I think. No, it was No Mercy 2001. That's it. That's it. And yeah, it was in UFC Undisputed 2009. So how many was that? We have uh, Frank Sinatra, Click Click Boom, uh, Australia by the Manic Street uh, Preachers. So that's three. Four, Closer to the Edge by 30 Seconds to Mars, a band that I was obsessed with in my early teens and definitely will go down as one of my all-time... Favorite, uh, favorite bands, I should say. Back before Jared Leto lost his mind a little bit. Um, it's funny because on Spotify they actually, you know, the way sometimes instead of showing like the album cover, they show like little like moving clips in the background, and they're showing like some of the clips from the video. Oh man, that brings me back. That brings me back. Right, number five is "Sold Out" by Hardy, which is like a country music song, which was the uh, theme song for uh, the Royal Rumble this year. Then we have "Pale" by uh, Blue uh, Blue Smock Nancy. I'll be honest with you, I can't really remember what that song sounds like, but I do know that's the... Isn't that the band that did Kevin Steen's theme song for Ring of Honor? So that's six. Seven is Talk by Coldplay, a song I haven't listened to in a very long time. Then Nameless Faceless by Fozzie, of course, Chris Jericho's band. Number nine, Bad Reputation by Joan Jett and the Blackhearts, Ronda Rousey's theme song. And number ten is a WWE theme song, uh, Pete Dunne's theme, uh, Menace to Myself. Obviously Pete Dunne, now known as Butch, so... There you go. Like I, could, I could keep you know putting songs on shuffle there, and you would get so many different, um, you know, so many different. Why well, can't I find where the music questions were? There they are. So many different songs from so many different genres. Like my number one listened to song for two years in a row was "Fascination" by Alphabet, which is a pop song. So like I, I don't. When it comes to music, I don't discriminate. That's the way I would put it. 
Right, I ain't gonna lie. I've been reading through some of the questions, and some of them are quite generic, so I'm just gonna read out the ones that I think are interesting. Uh, so, this one here is quite interesting. Do you have a favourite music video? There are certain music videos that do stick out in my mind. The first one is Alien Ant Farm Smooth Criminal. And here's why. Back in the good, scuzz, the good old Scuzz TV days, I remember seeing Alien Ant Farm Smooth Criminal play so much, and I remember loving that song. But I always remember thinking, that music video is so fucking weird. Like, I don't get it. So I would have been like six, seven the first time I ever saw it. Maybe eight. But I never... I like. I remember seeing the video so much and going, "I like what? What? What is this video like? I, there's a lot of things here. That, a lot of things happening here that I just don't understand." And I didn't find out until the 25th of June, 2009, the day that Michael Jackson died, that that was a Michael Jackson song. So that was a video that always stuck up in my mind, and I can watch it now and I understand all the references to Michael Jackson. But when I was younger, I was so confused, and I was like. What what's going on here? Like there's so many things happening and I don't get it. And now I watch it and I go, it all makes sense. <laughs> Finally now it all makes sense. Cause I'll be honest, I didn't really know a lot of Michael Jackson songs up until he died. I think I knew Thriller and I knew obviously I knew Smooth Criminal, but I didn't know it as his song. I think there was another song that I knew from Michael Jackson as well. Might have been Billy Jean, I can't really remember. But uh that that's one music video that always stands out in my mind. Another one is from a band I just mentioned earlier, uh, 30 Seconds to Mars. Uh, their song From Yesterday, that music video, when they're uh, going through the, um, when they're going through China with all the, uh, all the, uh, why can't I think of the proper word? The guys with the swords and stuff. Oh my God, I can't remember the war, but you get what I mean. Uh, that's a really, really good music video that always kind of stuck in my mind. Speaking of 30 Seconds to Mars, their uh, video for The Kill, which obviously was, um, Based off the, the the movie The Shining. I've watched the movie The Shining. Very, very good. But I think 30 Seconds of Mars did it better. <laughs> um, but yeah, like those are kind of some of the ones that kind of pop out into my mind. Other music videos, I'm trying to think. I, speaking of Smooth Criminal, like Michael Jackson. The, the movie Moonwalker. Uh, where obviously he does Smooth Criminal. There's actually extra lyrics in Smooth Criminal when you, when you watch that uh, when you watch that movie. I think that's absolutely... I think Michael Jackson, one thing I will give him is that, you know, whatever you want to say about him, his music videos were fucking epic. So, that's another one. I feel like there's another one I'm forgetting, like, that's really obvious. But I can't quite think of it. No, I think that's probably... Yeah, I think that might be all of them. There's definitely one that popped into my head there. Oh, there it is. Corn Freak on a Leash. I knew there was one that popped into my head that I, that uh, that was escaping me. Corn Freak on a Leash, that like animated kind of cartoon. I think that's fucking epic. Essentially, anything that was on Scuzz back in the day uh, is just, you know, Break Stuff by Limp Bizkit. Like, that's another one. There are so many memorable music videos that uh, are so great. You know, Bring Me the Horizon, I mentioned earlier, their video for Follow You, I think is actually quite... A, it's like a, They kind of tell like a really interesting story in it that, like, I think there's a quite a deeper meaning to that music video. And I actually think it's quite a really, quite a beautiful one, to be honest. Um, so that, that, that's another one that I would think there. Yeah. Lots, lots of great music videos back in the day on a uh, scuzz. Oh, another one, uh, blink One Eighty Two, all the small things, the music video that parodied one direction over a decade before they even existed. Okay. Here's an interesting one. And I don't know if this is like heavily debated, but I would imagine it is. Do you consider rap singing? Yeah, absolutely. Like, rapping is such a fucking difficult thing to do. 
Like, I remember twice in primary school, I rapped John Cena's theme song in front of the whole class. And despite the fact that you couldn't even pay me to do that now, even though I still know all the words off by heart, and I still love John Cena, obviously, just returned at Money in the Bank, which is epic. WrestleMania London, who knows? Maybe very soon. Could be, uh, could be happening in the next couple of years. But I remember people being so impressed that I knew everything from start to finish. And, like, you know, obviously song lyrics are something that, like, are just it's just stored in everyone's brain. Like, you know, the one thing I will say about that is there is nothing like hearing a song lyric, right? And realizing, or sorry, reading a song lyric when you look, when you look them up and realizing you've been singing the wrong lyrics the whole time. <laughs> like, this, that's just, I can't think of any examples off the top of my head, but any time that has happened, it's like, it's like your whole perception of life changes. <laughs> it's such a weird phenomenon. It's like... I've been, it's a song you could have been listening to for five, ten years or whatever. And then it's like, oh my god, this whole time I've been singing the wrong words and I didn't even fucking know. So, stuff like that just does not sit right with me. But uh, anyways, to get back onto the uh, the question that was asked, do I consider a rap a, a form of singing? Absolutely. Like, to sing words and, you know, that fast. Or like, you know, freestyle rapping. Like, I, I see guys on TikTok, like, they go live on TikTok, and it's like, they they, they say they'll freestyle uh, based off of the comments that people leave on their live stream. And they're like, and there's been times where, like, they've used, like, the comments that I've put in, and I'm like, that is such an absolute fucking just underrated uh, talent to have, you know? So, like, I don't really get why people wouldn't consider rap a form of singing, but I, I do imagine that there's lots of people out there that would, that, that would say that. But like, you know, one of the greatest, uh, you know, lines you can hear in a rap is a uh, rap god. You know, that thing with Eminem where he's just like vomiting words. And like that, I remember for like years, I was like, I need to master that. I, I, one day I will get that like down. And here I am, what, 10 years after that song came out and I ain't anywhere fucking closer to it now than I was back then. But like, that's a talent that for me, you can't teach. I think you either have it or you don't. So that's why rapping, I think, is... You don't have to, like, be a fan of that music. Like, music is is, subje- is uh, subjective at the end of the day. Like, we all enjoy different types of music. But I think to completely, like, dismiss rap as a form of singing is very, very, you know... I, I think it's very big-headed of people. I think it's very, um, very unfair, you know? As I said, it doesn't have to be your cup of tea, but... To completely like dismiss it as as a type of music or a form of singing, I think is incredibly unfair. When in reality, so many talented rappers out there, so many talented rappers who can think of words so quickly, and I mean, you hear like some of like the, the research that they do, like like you literally get rappers who read the dictionary to find words that rhyme, and like to like to, to find like meaning of words as well, so that they can rhyme them. Like the level of like dedication and you know the level of um, detail that rappers go into to, to, you know, to actually perform their music is, honestly, I would I would actually hazard to say second to none. But again, that's just me. Other people might feel different. But yeah, rap for me, absolutely a form of singing. No question about it, in my opinion. You know what? I wasn't going to answer this one, but fuck it. Name a song that makes you cry. It really depends sometimes on how I'm feeling, but... It is mad, like, to think, like, that songs can bring so many emotions out of people. Like, I said Fascination by Alphabet earlier. The reason that song was my most listened to is because it's a song that just makes me happy. 
Like it, it's a song that genuinely just puts me in a good mood and I find it very hard to be in bad form when I listen to that song. You know what I mean? Like if you haven't heard it, I would recommend. And it was funny because I didn't actually listen to that song for years up until I was scrolling through TikTok and a video popped up saying, um, oh, like it was like, it was like a series someone was doing on TikTok. It was like, uh, songs you forgot about part three. And that was the song. And I was like, oh my God, I forgot what a fucking banger this song was. And now it's been my number one most listened to song like two years in a row. And I have a feeling it might be this year as well. <laughs> uh, Return of the Mac though. Return of the Mac. I have a feeling that might be my number uh, one listened to song if it's not uh, Fascination by uh, Alphabet. But uh, in terms of songs that make me cry, like Everlong that I mentioned earlier, like Everlong has admittedly brought me to tears. Um... Follow You by Bring Me The Horizon. That was a song that, uh, for many different reasons, brought, brought a lot of emotion out of me. I'm trying to think of... Like, there's definitely other ones. Like, sometimes, like, it might even be a song that, like... You know, that, that I know that well. I might just hear a song in, like, in, in like um, in a video. And it might just make me kind of... Like, I remember... Oh, what's the song? Um, About Today. I can't remember what the name of the band is. So I have it saved. It was in the movie uh, Warrior. Uh, let me just see who the song is by again. About today. Okay, typical, typical now, as I'm doing this, the thing decides to not load. But it's such a good song. No, no, I can't, I can't, I'm not gonna edit this. I need, I need to get that song right now. It's called About Today. I know that for a fact. About Today by The National. There we go. It's such an absolute brilliant song. Yeah, it's Warrior movie soundtrack just came up there. It's an absolute fucking just gem of a song. Uh, that that's kind of you know got me emotional from time to time. I think a song that actually got me emotional as well was I went back to watch Jackass Three uh, last year, and the uh, the song at the end of it, uh, "Memories" by Weezer. I I remember just started thinking about college, and oh my god, lad! When I say the tears nearly started flowing, or sorry, the tears did start flowing. Pff, bloody hell! Like they they uh they were flowing and then some. It was literally like Crimea River. Uh but yeah, like there's yeah, there's definitely songs. I think but that's good, like that music can bring that emotion out of you. Especially like if you're bottling up emotion. I think that uh music is a good way of getting that out. Like I remember a song that used to Oh god, should I mention this? Yeah, I kinda have to know because I've 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 kinda half brought it up. A song I used to love that used to get me like really amped up, but now I can't listen to it at all. Is a uh, rooftops by a by a band called um, Lost Prophets, but if you know, you know, and uh, that that's all I'm willing to say on that. But uh, oh my god, like this might sound really bad, right? If that if it was the drummer, if it was the drummer who had you know done what the lead singer did, you could kind of ignore it. But the fact that it's the lead vocalist. Anyways, I'm going to move on. I'm going to move on. I think that situation in general made me cry. But uh, yeah, music is great for bringing out emotions in people. Let's, let's just wrap a bow on, on that topic with, uh, with, that, uh, with, that, uh, with that statement. Easy for me to say. Going to wrap up with the last few questions here. Uh, let me see. Let's, okay, this one could be good. Have you ever gotten a song stuck in your head but forgot the lyrics? It hasn't really happened too much to me, to be honest. Like, there's a few songs all right that kind of get stuck in my head, but uh, you know, I I think I always remember the lyrics. There's one song. Oh, this is really annoying. Do you know when you can't remember the name of a song, but like you can hear. 
And that's what's going to wrap up this episode, lads. Thank you so much for listening to this admittedly very thrown together episode. I know it might be a little bit short, but uh, I'm recording this right before I need to edit and put it up. So please forgive me. Uh, Next week, I promise to be a lot more organized and all the weeks after that. But uh, yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed this one. I like talking about music. I think music's one of those things that everybody could get uh, a lot of appreciation out of. Because I've just realized when I was talking about my favorite bands earlier, I forgot to mention the Deftones and some of their beautiful songs. So apologies to the Deftones, because I'm sure you all listen to this show. But anyways, I think a great way of wrapping up this episode as well is to not use a wrestling promo, but to use a live performance of my personal uh, favorite WWE theme song of all time, where God love and God bless the man himself, Lemmy, he can't remember half the fucking words of his own song, but still manages to make it an entertaining performance. So enjoy that uh, performance uh, here. Thank you all so much for listening. I'll talk to you all next week. Take care. Try to play the game.
Yeah, there's only one superstar great enough to have the world famous fan motorhead play your entrance music as you come to the ring for the world championship match, and that's the game.